Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 39, Anna Quinlan on Keeping the Magic Alive in Your Daily Work, by T.K. Coleman of tkcoleman.com. And I'm Dan, I am your personal narrator here on Optimal Startup Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. I do that every single day. And if you have any topic requests, please share those with us. We love to hear from you. Just visit oldpodcast.com to give us your ideas. That's oldpodcast.com. And today's post comes from a new author to this show, T.K. Coleman. We've uh, narrated him elsewhere, and I'll tell you about him right after the reading. So for now, let's get right to the post from T.K. as we optimize your life. Anna Quindlen on Keeping the Magic Alive in Your Daily Work by T.K. Coleman of tkcoleman.com. I recently began reading a little book from the Library of Contemporary Thought called How Reading Changed My Life by Anna Quinlan. In the opening pages, Quinlan recounts reading as an activity that, quote, has always been my home, my sustenance, my great invincible companion, end quote. She goes on to say, quote, I did not read from a sense of superiority or advancement or even learning. I read because I loved it more than any other activity on earth, end quote. Quindlin's romantic affinity for the magic of books resonated with me instantly. I wanted to hear as much of her voice as possible. So last night, I spent some time binge-watching some of her past talks, and I came across a 15-minute interview titled Anna Quindlin on Overcoming Loss, Creating a Second Act in Life, and One Trick to Keep Writing. In this interview, she talked about how she coped with the loss of her mother at the age of 19, how having children changed her life, what it means to be authentic, and why an ordinary life is the most extraordinary and wonderful thing one could ask for. In the last two minutes, the interviewer asked her about her writing routine, and Quindlin talked about her practice of writing every day. She expressed being a non-believer in writer's block because as a journalist where she was paid to produce regular columns for the New York Times, quote, writer's block is not in any way, shape, or form acceptable, end quote. She cited Madeline L'Engle as an influence who helped her see that inspiration is something that comes after you start writing rather than beforehand. When questioned about how she finds the courage and creativity to face the blank page, here's what Quindlin had to say. Quote, I actually have one little trick which I have found that has been very helpful to me and even to other people. I never stop at the end of the day or at the end of a chapter. I never stop at the end of a paragraph. I never stop at the end of a sentence. I stop in mid-sentence every time because if I come back the next day and I'm in mid-sentence, I know I can begin. If I were at the end of a chapter and so I had the challenge of beginning a new chapter, 
I could rev my motor for days before I got back in gear. So with that half sentence, I can always get back into it again. End quote. This writing trick reminded me of a Twilight Zone episode called The Storyteller. The Storyteller is about a little boy named Micah who claims to keep his great-great-great-grandfather alive by reading to him every night and stopping somewhere in the middle of the story just as the suspense mounts. The combination of tension, curiosity, and the desire to finish what has been started supposedly worked like a magic charm to extend the old man's years beyond what was naturally possible. One day, Micah injures himself at school and is unable to make it home in time to tell his great-great-great-grandfather a story. So he reveals his secret to his school teacher, Dorothy, who feels enough pity for him to fill in as a substitute reader. The old man continued to live. Dorothy remained skeptical but charitable and Micah was pleased to know that the ritual was properly maintained while he healed. Many years later, Dorothy is now retired, and she runs into her former student, Micah, who is now a grown man. She wonders to herself if Micah's great-great-great-grandfather is still alive. She calls out to him, but he doesn't hear her. He then hops into a cab to head home. She quickly summons a cab and tells her driver to follow that man. Upon pulling up to the house, she slowly approaches the door, peeks inside the window, And then, all of a sudden, the story pauses there. As the camera pulls back, we realize that the story we've been watching of a little boy who kept an old man alive through stories is itself a story being told by Dorothy to her own great-grandmother. What happens next? Did you find the man? Was he really 200 years old? Dorothy answers, tomorrow, mother, as she leaves her in suspense until the next day. Like the storyteller's trick, there's magic in Quinlan's practice of ending today's work somewhere in the middle of tomorrow's starting point. In Monday Morning Begins on Sunday Evening, Isaac Morehouse suggests the practice of making Monday's to-do list and beginning Monday's work on Sunday night as an antidote to the typical sadness and stress people feel about ending their weekends and getting ready for work. Quote, start small. You don't need to work all weekend to have a good Monday. Start by carving out an hour or so Sunday evening. Sit down in a quiet place, pull up your calendar, inbox, and to-do lists, and look it over. Take it in. See what you have going on Monday. See what's scheduled and needed the rest of the week too. Clear out clutter emails and respond to any that you can knock out then and there. Mentally categorize and prioritize the rest. Make a list of the things you'll do the next morning. Then walk through the entire day mentally. Walk through your tasks, meetings, and activities in your mind. If something doesn't feel right or seems confusing or stressful, take a few minutes to break it down or do some work to get a head start so it's not overwhelming when the time comes. Neatly set aside your list for the day, exhale, and go enjoy the rest of your Sunday night. It's amazing how much it will improve your Monday. End quote. Isaac's advice isn't just a stress management technique, it's actually a method for creating excitement around your upcoming work by generating your own cliffhangers. In the same way that we get addicted to great stories by ending on a promise or prophetic note about more intriguing things to come, we can also get addicted to our own creative projects by sowing tiny seeds of constructive action toward the next day's work before closing shop. Whether in writing, working, or whatever else you wish to get done, sometimes the best way to keep the magic alive isn't just by finishing what you start, but by also starting up again before you stop. You just listened to the post titled Anna Quindlin on Keeping the Magic Alive in Your Daily Work by T.K. Coleman of tkcoleman.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match 
with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you so much to TK. Uh, he's the education director over at Praxis since the beginning. He oversaw the development of the original Praxis curriculum and he handled all of the coaching. Now he manages the Praxis education staff and their team of advisors. Praxis, if you haven't heard of it, is a college alternative that builds your skills and your network and you don't pay until you're hired. It's a really interesting concept. You can also hear TK's voice yourself instead of mine narrating him uh, on the podcast Office Hours where he and Isaac Morehouse answer questions about careers. So check that out and then come by tkcoleman.com for a lot more great content. All right, that's gonna do it for me today. I hope you've had a great weekend if you're listening uh, here on Sunday in real time. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you back here tomorrow as usual where your optimal life awaits.